Across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Have you ever lost a listing? Have you ever just kind of gotten kicked in the stomach because you felt sure that you got a listing and uh, the rapport was incredible and then they call and tell you they listed with somebody else or even worse, they send you an email and tell you they've chosen someone else. It hurts, man. I know it's happened to me tons of times and I hated it. And um, so because of that, I created a product called the Certified Listing Agent. I got the eight top listing agents in the world and recorded their listing appointments. Everything, no holds barred, no secrets here, everything. And then after each listing appointment, we uh, discussed it and uh, created a course out of it. It's uh, over 10 hours of intense uh, video and it's for you to watch and never lose a listing again. Check it out. There's a lot of free samples. You can go in and see kind of what it's like before you uh, sign up for it. Uh, RebusUniversity.com. We also got the, the uh, highly popular CTA, Certified Team Agent with Jeff Cohn. And that is how to build a massive team. How Jeff went from 80 to 580 units in four years. And uh, what he does behind the scenes. What forms he uses. How his systems are run. Everything on the CTA, Certified Team Agent. And many things to come. If, you, if you're interested, go to uh, rebusuniversity.com. Put yourself on the mailing list there. Uh, we have a price reduction course. We have a 101 ways to get uh, real estate leads for free. We have an ISA course coming out. Uh, a lead handling course. Not, not how to lead generate. There's, there's a ton of courses that other people do on that. But this is how to efficiently capture leads and work with them so uh they have a couple of courses coming out on that aspect so anyways rebusuniversity.com check it out guys you'll be glad you did now on uh, with the show okay rockstar nation wow we have a great guest today a very inspiring guests you know i am really hyper focused on which shows get the most downloads like which ones are hot and which ones are cold or cool and try to figure out why that is because itunes doesn't give me a lot of juice as far as let me know hey this one was big because of this or this one's big because of this i gotta kind of guess and you know one of our top shows so far was from a guy named Christian Stone. You could you could go back and listen to it. It's 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 phenomenal. And if you put in, if you just go to hybendigital.com and type in Christian Stone into the search bar or Christian, you'll see it. But anyways, great show. And Christian referred me to James Shelby. And they're a similar breed. And I think you're gonna enjoy this show just as much as you enjoyed Christian's. And James is really doing some phenomenal things. He's only been licensed full time since last August, August, so a little over a, f a year full time and absolutely killing it 
in his market, and we're going to find out why and how and all these things. So without further ado, James, welcome to Pat Hyman Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Thank you, Pat. I got to take you everywhere with me. <laughs> make you sound good. Hey, so uh, uh, James, why don't you tell everybody about yourself so they can get to know you better? Okay. Um, I was born and raised here in Southern California. Grew up, I, I live in Temecula right now, but I grew up in a town about 20 minutes from here called Hemet, small little town. And for the first, I'd say, 12 years of my life, started working really young at a young age. I was uh, working with a family in a family business, auto glass business. So that was kind of all I knew uh, growing up in, in you know, my first career or whatever you want to call it, job. And then I, I slowly got interested in, in real estate and trans, uh, transitioned into real estate. So how old are you? I am 31 years old. Okay. And um, so you were doing commercial auto glass, right? And then about three yeah. years ago, you started dabbling in real estate or tell me about that. Yeah. You know, it all kind of started with me purchasing my own house. I've heard a couple other agents say that, but um, I really fell in love. This was, I started looking for my house when the economy was kind of in the tank. Uh, housing prices took real big hits, especially over in the area that I was living at. And you know, I'd go on on jobs, uh, changing you know auto glass, and I'd drive through neighborhoods, and I'd see you know almost every other house was either empty or had a sign in the yard, or you know. So um, I started the search, kind of looking for my own house. I knew it was a good time to buy, and I had an agent that was mainly doing uh, REOs and uh, short sales that was kind of helping me find my own house. And while I was looking for my own house, I'd find these empty houses. I'd, I'd tell her, hey, there's this empty house. She'd look it up. She'd contact the owner. And then she'd get a, uh, she'd get a, uh, a listing out of it. And, and, you know, I was interested in buying it. I actually found a couple of them that she actually turned into short sales from me finding them. And I ended <laughs> up buying one of them eventually. And I thought wow. – and she actually told me, you know, you're, you're really good at this, uh, finding these. And, and I even had called one of the ones I was really interested in. I call, called the owner myself who had moved to Arizona, was given the house away and convinced him to do a short sale. <laughs> and I was I wasn't even. Uh, wow. So you were just like looking them up in the tax records or online and getting their number by by, by being resourceful. And you're like yep. this, you know, because that's that really if you had to have an an adjective that would describe most good realtors, it's resourceful. So you were just being massively resourceful, finding these deals for yourself. Then you said, Hey, you know, if I could do this and I can make, you know, X percent off of each one, I, I'd be making a lot more money. Exactly. And and I have to give her some credit. She, she kind of nudged me in the right direction just by encouraging me and saying, Hey, you're really good at this. Have you, you know, have you considered maybe real estate as a career? And at that time I hadn't, but I enjoyed the process really of, of looking at these cool houses that, you know, at the time everyone had sunk a bunch of money, unfortunately, into these homes and ended up a lot of them losing them. But there'd be these really cool houses fully upgrade with just no one living in them, grass, grass overgrown. And I thought, what a cool process finding these homes, finding the owners and then, you know, turn around and, and getting them sold and, and providing a, a new owner with a new home. And then you started dipping your toe in the water, right? Like you got your license and started kind of doing it on the side. Yeah, I uh, I said, well, if I'm going to do this, I got to do you know get it going. So I, I started studying. I you know I'd work all day, come home, spend some time with the family, 
And then at night, I do my my real estate courses, you know, from 10 to midnight online and eventually got my license. And at that time, uh, there was a guy out here, uh, Miguel Aguilar. He's a, a agent out here. And uh, I was really inspired I, by him. He had sold a bunch of, of homes. He was a really big agent out here at the time. And um, I reached out to him and asked if I could work with him uh, or have him mentor me or whatever. And I don't know if he really took me serious at first. Uh, he said, hey, you know, go to this, uh, I won't name the name, but basically another bigger brokerage first and see, you know, how you like real estate. And then if, you, if you're still here in a couple months, contact me. And so that's exactly what I did. And, and he kind of took me under his wing. Hmm, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Okay. And and so let's fast forward a little bit. You, you, last August 2015, mm-hmm. you quit the auto glass and you go full time into real estate. First full year, how many houses did you sell? First four, last 12 months. The last 12 months were going to be, well, including the home sold and, and stuff we got closing in the next weeks here, we're going to be almost to 50. Okay. So first full year, you're almost at 50 houses, roughly, right? Because it's August, yeah. August, yeah. Yeah, year to date from January of this year till now, we've got, I think, 38 closed and like 11 in escrow. And then uh, that's not, and then going back, if you go back a full 12 months, then we're, we're going to be close to 50. Yeah, and you'll probably be at that again for this year anyway. So it's still going to be about 50. Yeah. So, okay, so 50 homes. So- all right. So how do you do that? <laughs> okay. So first of all, let's get some nitty gritty. So what's your ECI? What's your ego commission income? Well, I try to break that down and I, I never add up. I always add it up minus my um, brokerage fee and all that. So uh, well, what let's, I got yeah, let's just forget about your brokerage fee and all that. What uh, like if you just take the 2%, 2.5%, 3%, whatever times your volume, that's the number we're looking at. What's yeah. the what's the total commissions that you got? We're going to be right around 220 and then close to 250 when we're all closed out here for this year. So 250 grand and then yeah. what do you net off of that? Um, are you talking after taxes, all that stuff? No, or? no, no, no. Just after like expenses. We'll net, let's see. Well, I don't really have a ton of expenses. I don't do a lot of advertising. I, I'm sorry, I don't have a, a number, yeah, an exact number. But I, I mean, I don't really pay for any any advertising. You just pay or, your broker, and that's it, pretty much. I pay my broker and my TC, What's my it? transaction coordinator. Okay, and those are your only expenses. Uh, pretty much. I have a, a little bit of advertising. I know we'll get into all that stuff, but I really don't have a, a big overhead, thankfully, because I it's just me. Okay. So where's these 50 deals coming from? So here's a single agent mm-hmm. that uses a transaction coordinator. Now, do you, is it a, is it a, um, she just, do you pay her by transaction or is she? I like, do. Okay. So you're paying her what? A couple hundred bucks a transaction. Yeah. I pay her two seventy five a transaction and she is, she, I couldn't do what I do without her. She's, and she's does, she, does she work for other agents too? She does. I don't, I have no idea how she does it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're paying, you're outsourcing, which, 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 I mean, if you guys aren't doing that, that are listening, I mean, there's tons of them in every state. Uh, there's tons of them anywhere, Canada, wherever you can find these transaction corners. Now they don't even have to be in your hometown. 
and you know 275 300 bucks it's a no-brainer it's you know it's just like james saying he you know he couldn't do it without him so so he's paying 275 a transaction paying his broker the split and then that that's it and that's an amazing profit model the key here obviously is he doesn't have a team he's doing it himself and that's not right or wrong it it's it's a great way to do it and it and he's able to do 50 deals a year now how do you keep i mean a lot of people listen and be like man i wouldn't my head would pop off how are you doing it yeah i i hate to backtrack real quick pat i i do i pay her 375 i misspoke so i don't want her to come after me and strangle ah, me right. yeah same, it's, <laughs> it's okay um, um but yeah to, to answer your question how it's a lot of uh, late nights and early mornings i got to give my family my my family credit as well for uh, putting up with it but um, you mean just getting into the nitty gritty, where do they all come from kind of? Yeah. Like, kind of yeah. So where are these 50 deals coming from? Well, uh, I'll start right at the beginning. I know I listened to your show and, uh, thank you again for providing this for, for young or new agents, even, even agents that are experienced. Cause I, I learned a lot from your show. And one of the main things I started doing from the start was door knocking and, um, you know, a couple of people said, hey, that'll, that'll never work. But I knew from listening to this this podcast and, and you know, doing my research that you got to go out and it's a contact sport, right? So I started hitting the doors and my very first deal came from door knocking. So I continue to do that. I, I don't do it as much as I, I should. Um, I always ask myself why I don't do this more because <laughs> every time I go out, I get a couple leads. Okay, well, tell me that story. Uh, yeah, I didn't know really what to do, but from listening podcasts and from my mentor and stuff, I, I went out and started hitting doors and, uh, I, I want to say it was the first day out. Okay. Um, and what, what, I, you, what you, okay, here you are brand, right? Yep. Brand new agent. Yep. <laughs> first day out knocking on doors. And you know, <laughs> what did you say? Uh, I would, be, I didn't really have much of a script or anything, just basically a stack of business cards. And I would say, you know, my name's James Shelby. I'm with, uh, you know, the certain broker I was with at the time, just wanted to know if you knew anyone that's thinking about buying or selling, uh, a home. And, you know, I get a lot of, uh, no's at that time, as you can imagine, you, you always do, but I did run into one lady and they took my card and they said, no, not at this time. Uh, but lo and behold, I got home. They called me that night and said, you know, you came to our door. We're renting here and we actually want to buy a house. So that was how I got my first deal. Okay. And uh, I, I still try to implement that into my prospecting as much as I can, as, as much as time permits that's, me. That, that's a great story. So I heard a couple things. Uh, the f one thing I heard was, okay, so here you are before you're licensed and um, also while you're part-time. Uh, before you jumped into this thing full time, you're driving around replacing people's glass, and in between <laughs> trips, you're listening to my podcast and other podcasts, learning, yep. right? Yes, knowledge is power, absolutely. And I, I continue to learn. I, I never, never stop learning because you're always going to find something in in a book or a podcast or. Uh, maybe a, some sort of mastermind that you're going to be able to implement and, and take your business to the next level. So a lot of people are thinking, okay, here's this guy. He's 31, right? His first full-time year in the business, part-time only two years prior. And um, he clearly doesn't have a past client base because, you know, if the average person moves every seven years, you know, you got to be in the business seven, eight years before you start 
getting a massive amount of past clients uh, coming back to you. You know, okay, we get it. You door knocked. You got a couple deals door knocked, but you're not getting 50 deals door knocking. Where's the rest of them coming from? Well, the next thing I I started to learn to do was hit the expireds, uh, hit the, you know, hitting the phones, calling expired listings. I even started door knocking expireds. Um, I think I heard in one of the podcasts I listened to uh, a strategy of door knock a expired and then 10 homes around it. So you're not just driving from expired to expired, wasting a bunch of time. You can hit one expired, you know, drop them off, maybe a a CMA or, or something about yourself, you know basically run the script on them. Hey, you know, you still want to sell. Why don't you think it sold, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, Fizbo's was another one, uh, always hitting the Fizbo's either calling or door knocking them. And then a huge one for me, when I first, I didn't have any type of social media other than, I think I had Instagram when it was just coming out, but I didn't have my Facebook or anything at the time when I got into real estate and my mentor said, Hey, you have to find a way to reach out to your sphere of influence. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of people will call their sphere. I'm pretty bad about that. I, I have to get better at that. But one of the things I realized was Facebook is a free way to reach out to everyone that you know um, and everyone that pretty much knows you. Um, even if you don't know them on a, a first name basis or maybe you don't hang out with them all the time, if they live in your town or around your town or they own a business or, you know, it, it, Facebook, I think, is a great way to reach out to people and let them know what you do. Um, and, it, and, you know, they see if you're, you're a family man, you know, they see your hobbies. They, people start to really feel like they know you as a person and they get comfortable and if they see – you're working hard and you're uh, helping people achieve the dream of either buying or selling their home. They feel comfortable reaching out to you and, and asking, you know, how. So, so, okay. So how do we do, how do I do that? Right. Let's say I'm saying, okay, yeah. James, that's great. You mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of cliches there. You know, what, how do I specifically, how do I, what should I do? Let's say, take me like a third grader can understand. I open a Facebook account. I add friends then mm-hmm. what type type of stuff are you posting? I'll, I'll, I would definitely help you with that. Um, you know, first and foremost, so I want to—I don't want people to get the wrong idea that Facebook is the the answer to everyone's you know prayers as far as lead generation. I, I don't want to come across that way. Um, you definitely do have to have the foundation of prospecting, whether that's hitting the doors, the phones, all that. But to answer your question, when it when it does come to the Facebook or, or social media. Um, I've always subscribed to the idea that you pretty much keep it like a, a 60, 40 between your personal life and your business. You know, um, I never recommend to people to ask for business in, in a direct way, you know, by saying, Hey, you know, uh, you know, who do you know, looking to buy or sell or, or, you know, Hey, contact me. I'll help you find your dream home. I I've never really thought that was a good way of going about it. But when you're showing a home or maybe you're door knocking, you see a really cool home, it, it's free. It costs you nothing to take a picture of that home, say, hey, this is a really cool home that I saw in the neighborhood. You know, it's all real estate related. People love to see cool homes, cool kitchens, cool pools. You know, anytime you have a listing appointment or maybe you're showing some property and you see something uh, that you think people would enjoy I'll always put a picture of it and uh, you know especially the, the nice kitchens and things like that people love to see that stuff and it just reminds them that hey James Shelby is my go-to real estate guy he, he's always out either 
you know, the he's out working on his business or in his business. He's always doing something. And then, you know, you post things about your family and, the, and uh, you know, the other stuff you do as hobbies, things like that, because people can relate to that as well. So you're just kind of letting them, you're kind of just naked out there, right? You're not afraid to say, hey, you know, I don't know if, you know, I might not know this person that well. I'm going to add them as a friend. I'm going to just go ahead and post all kinds of stuff about my family, what have you. And then in addition to that, I'm going to be like, look, here, here I am. I'm showing houses today to a great couple coming in from, you know, Arizona, yeah. or I'm doing this, or I'm so happy I closed on this house. Exactly. And, and it really lets people feel like, like I said, like they know you, they feel comfortable. You know, I have a two beautiful daughters, a beautiful wife. And, you know, I, I just put it all out there, all the positive stuff. I mean, you know, life is never 100% positive, but I don't think Facebook or social media. It is on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think that's the place to air your dirty laundry. (laughs) My wife today or or my wife's so mad at me. I I keep that stuff private because people like, you know, there's enough. Oh, nobody wants. Yeah. It's a sunny world on Facebook. You don't go dark there. (laughs) a lot of people do though (laughs) yeah okay cool so so how much of your business then would you say is coming from facebook from that medium you know i i would say i would say probably 20 percent, 20 30 percent i mean i i do get a lot of people that either directly reach out to me from facebook or they say my friend is is a friend of yours and they you know they call me as like a referral but it, a lot of it does come from from social media. Even Instagram these days, I'm I'm getting clients that are contacting me through there. What are you posting on Instagram? Same type of stuff, you know. Um, Here's me showing a house selfie, like you know, you walking in a crib. Or something like that. <laughs> I try not to do too many selfies, <laughs> but uh, you know, I have I post a lot. I have a Doberman. I post a lot of, on my dog, and you know, people. He he's the star of the family, really. So people love love to see pictures <laughs> of him and. You know, I, I'm really into wearing, you know, suits and things like that. And, you know, just a lot of the stuff, it sounds so stupid, but people really do like it and they engage with it. And, yeah. and it's a great, I love to, to connect with people through social media. And at the end of the day, our, our job is all about connecting with people. And uh, the more people you connect with, the, the more chances are there's one of them's going to need to buy or sell a house. Yeah. And I think a, a, a key, it really probably doesn't matter what you post. So long as it says on there, James Shelby, you know, full-time real estate agent or, or something, you know, the company you work for, you know what I mean? So your business card is essentially showing up in their face every time they look at you, uh, no matter what you post. It's you know? a constant reminder of what you do and Hey, this is a, a good guy. He, he's obviously knows what he's doing if my grandma or my, my friend or so-and-so I can needs trust him, house, we can trust this guy and we already know him, you know, we see, yeah. we see his every day. We know where to find him. You know, he's yeah. not going to embezzle our earnest money because I know where he lives. <laughs> but, um, exactly. uh, yeah. And there's a lot of truth to that. A hundred percent. So, um, okay. So 15 deals, let's say out of Facebook at a 50, you know, where's the other 35 coming from? We're doing, like I said, we're, we're, I'm calling expired listings every every morning. Every time we list a home, we're calling the homes around it. I use uh, coal, coal information for the to get the home numbers. So let's say I just list a home. I'm going to go on there. It's a, a monthly service. I think it's you know 50 bucks a month, something like that. And it will let you pull up the phone numbers to all the homes surrounding that home. So if you list a home, you go on there, you type in the address, and I'm going to pull up about uh, somewhere between – 
50 and 200, depending on where it's located. And I'll call all those homes and let them know, hey, we just listed a home around the corner from you. Uh, it's this big. It's listed at this price. Do you know anyone thinking about moving into the area? You know, And, the, that, and the that's standard, called Cole? Cole, yeah. C-O-L-E. Yep. C-O-L-E. Cole Information uh, or Cole Realty Resource, I think. Um, you should be able to Google it and find it. And it's yeah. a great place. I'll put a link to it on uh, hybendigital.com backslash James Shelby if you guys want to listen, if you guys want to look into it. So you're using that and you're just back and, and it's just, it's just a habit. It's like going to the gym and working out, right? Every day, every morning, you're banging out the, these coal lists. Uh, yeah. I don't, I really don't think, you know, we talked a lot about Facebook, but it, it really isn't the full answer. I mean, it's, a, it's, you know, you look at it like a pizza or a pie. Uh, you're prospecting, you got to have, or, or your lead generation sources, you've got to have one piece of the pie is your social media. One piece of the pie is, you know, calling your just listed, just sold. One piece of the pie is door knocking. I, I really believe that you have to have the foundation of prospecting or, or chasing the business mm. um, to have, you know, that's got to be your foundation. And then through social media, through marketing, you can attract business. So, I, I think that you, you got to do a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. Attract and then, you know, be assertive, you know, what, yeah, so, so, so a lot of agents fall into this trap where they will be like a super prospector and they'll start getting business and then they'll stop prospecting and uh, then they go into a slump. So <laughs> how do you avoid that? I'll well, it's hard, Pat. That is the the hardest thing, especially when you, you know, you, you go from making, you know, I don't know, whatever, uh, a, a 30, 40,000 a year, whatever you're making. And then you get into real estate and you, and you see how easy it is. You know, you get one commission check for five, six, seven thousand, you know, whatever it is, it's very easy to become complacent, right? I mean, um, but I think the, th for lack of a better, better word, I'm, I stay, paranoid. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word, but you know, I always look at it like nothing is promised. So you have to stay mm. pedal to the metal. It doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank account. I promise you it's not going <laughs> to be enough. Yeah. You're, you're only as good as your last sale. And I think that's a, and I think that's a great way to think. I think it was, um, I can't remember one of the, one of the famous CEOs of one of the tech companies said that he said, uh, he said, you got to live paranoid in, in today's age and uh yeah and I, I think that works a lot of ways too i think you, you gotta live paranoid about your your money after you make it when you're saving money and when you're investing money um you gotta overprotect yourself you know so nobody steals it from you, you gotta overprotect yourself so you don't get sued you, unless, there's nothing wrong with being paranoid yeah unless you've got 100 million sitting in the bank you, you're gonna need to keep grinding it out and i i just look at it that like that you know i i think Having goals and setting huge goals that seem crazy is is another good way to to stay uh, to keep yourself from being complacent. Because if you have a goal that you know you want to own twenty five rental properties outright, uh, that's not going to happen with a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> you just have to dream a little bigger uh, and set your goals a little higher, and that will keep you from being complacent. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that 100%. So so what phone app are you excited about that you're using in your business now? Wow, that's a good one. Man, I, I think that the number one, well, a couple of them. I'll give you a couple if we have time. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, give, give them all. I love this. The 
I'm big about I'm big on the phones, and I think one of the the biggest ones for me. I mean, we talked about knowledge earlier and, and continually learning. Stitcher, uh, Stitcher Radio, which your your program is is on there. Yeah, That's how I yeah, do. we're all over Stitcher. Yeah, I think Stitcher Radio is one of the the best. You know, you can do iTunes, Stitcher, whatever. But listening to podcasts, listen, you know, taking thirty minutes or or an hour a day, maybe on your lunch break or when you're going to sleep or whatever, and and filling your head with knowledge, listening to all the real estate rock stars, all the entrepreneurs, um, any type of educational show or even books on you know audio, is that Stitcher is one of my favorites right now. Just to that that's where you can go on and listen to podcasts and, and learn a bunch of stuff. And then another one. Let's see. I got well. I don't know if this would be would count, but Instagram. I'm I use Instagram a lot. I think if you can create a tribe, this kind of goes along with uh, with the Facebook thing. But if you can kind of create your own tribe or following, um, Facebook only lets you get up to to five thousand people. Right. But Instagram, it's it's unlimited. So you know, if you can create uh, good content and get enough followers, I, I think. You know, you'll, you'll all, your phone will always be ringing. Not to say you have to stop prospecting, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, how often are you posting? I'm trying to get on there two or three times a day. Um, you know, at least once a day. Yeah, I mean, my daughters. I have two daughters in uh, in college, and they would they would they, they they tell me that posting more than once a day on Instagram is you're you're not allowed to. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, you I can post. Know. I know DJ Khaled posts a hundred, but but <laughs> but, uh, but I'm being uncool by posting more than one. So, um, but no, I'm 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 exaggerating. But uh, so you're posting a couple of times a day, and and uh, you, what what exactly are you posting? Well, like I said, I'm 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 trying to keep it sixty forty. You know, family and and real estate. So like you know. My family, we go to Disneyland a lot. My, we'll take the kids. We post a lot of pictures there. Um, you know, picture, pictures of the dog, pictures of the, the houses we show. You know, I, I don't uh, anything you think would set you apart from just the average agent. You know, you you have to be exciting. I guess would be the word. You know, be be different. You know, and um, I, like I said, I, I'm really big on the the, the suits and the, the uh, most agents don't even wear a suit anymore. You know, they'll show up in jeans and a t-shirt, and you know they're there to list your house. I'm I'm all about the the classy, uh, you know, dapper gentleman style, so to speak. <laughs> so so talk to me about that. Why? I just think it. You know, if if someone's going to hire you and they're going to be paying, you know, to list their house. They're going to be paying you. I mean, three, six percent essentially, uh, and uh, paying the listing agent at least three of that. And when you show up dressed like a slob, or, or you know, you don't have a, a tie, or you know, whatever. I, I think if you can come with some professional style, people, especially in a higher uh, price point, are going to appreciate that. And and you've already started with a leg up on your competition when you come dressed to impress. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree hundred percent. I mean, when I, when I, especially when I first got in the business and there was probably a decade that I was in the business where I wore a suit every day with a tie. Um, and, uh, but when I first got in, I always was very conscious of dressing up because I felt that it made me look and feel serious. 
Yes. And, and and as a younger person, you're always going to have that kind of strike against you where, you know, they, if they're interviewing three realtors and two of them come in and they're, you know, one's 65 and one's, you know, 49 and you're coming in there and you're 24, immediately they may think inexperience or, you know, you know, am I going to trust this younger person? And I think that by, by dressing up, it shows that you're serious about your job, that this is not like, uh, you know, something you're going to quit, that you're going to be here for the long haul, um, sure. just like the other guys. And then, you know, there's millions of things you can sell from there as far as youthfulness and youthful energy and blah, 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 blah. But that's, yeah. that's great. No, I love, I love that. That's great. Well, good and stuff. There's going to be people shaking their head, you know, that there's uh, most agents don't like to dress up and, and there's going to be some people listening to this shaking their head. And, you know, not to say you can't list a home in, in uh, flip flops. You can. But <laughs> I, I honestly believe I truly believe that your 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 likelihood of, of getting the job goes down if you're not dressed professionally. I, I truly believe that. Now, I could be wrong. And, and obviously, it's going to vary from client to client. You know, there's certain people that don't trust people in suits, but that's a rare number. And uh, I, I prefer to uh, bet on the, the uh, what am I trying to say here? Bet, yeah, you know, yeah, but go with the odds, on, with the and odds on, and and the way you're dressing. Yep. This is yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Well, James, this has been a, an incredible interview. I really appreciate this. I, I love talking to younger people in the business because I think they inspire others. You know, people listening are going to be like, damn, if this dude can sell 50 houses his first year full time, you know, maybe <laughs> there's something in this recipe here for me to sell a couple more houses this year. And uh, I, I, I just love it. So I appreciate you being so candid. I appreciate you coming on, taking time out of your busy day and Listen, if, if I'm ever in Temecula, uh, California, I will definitely uh, uh, look you up and we can break some bread. Please do. I, re I really appreciate it. And if anyone ever has any questions, I know I reached out to a couple agents I heard on podcasts way back in the day. So any, if anyone wants to reach out to me, I, I'd love to chat with them. Yeah, and I'll put James's email and all his contact information, if anybody's out there, at uh, hybendigital.com backslash James. Shelby, S-H-E-L-B-Y. Thank you, James. Thanks, Pat. I appreciate it. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>